Hey there, world changers. Thanks for taking the time to listen in again to me talking straight from the heart about what's been going on. And today I wanted to talk about this idea of doing more listening and less of, hey everybody, here's my idea. Now, as you would know, I come up with lots of ideas all the time. I'm putting them out there. I work on too many ideas and I'm really a kind of an ideas machine. There's definitely been more than one person who's said to me, Katie, you really need to talk less and listen more. Okay, I like to talk a lot. I have a lot of ideas. Sometimes I ramble. My mind is full of stuff that I'm trying to communicate. That means that I'm often in a position where I'm coming up with ideas and I'm trying to sell these ideas to people. I'm trying to pitch them, seeing if anybody will fall in love with the idea like I have and maybe want to work on it. This is something I do. It is uh, something that I see other people do as well. They come up with ideas and they pitch their ideas out to people all the time. Here's an idea. Hey, everybody, check out my idea. Let's work on it. But now after doing a lot of that and actively pitching my ideas quite seriously, and often these ideas are deeply technical things like machine learning of urban heat islands or different ways of processing satellite imagery to get vegetation cover and how to categorize that by by city which is a, quite a technical thing to do to do with the ratio of green cover to non-green cover to do with uh, civic city boundaries, pitching zero waste concepts, uh, events, ideas to the United Nations. So often pitching complex ideas into complex systems of government and not-for-profits and different research labs and then the actual people you are trying to influence, whether it could be homeowners or corporations, how do you actually get the change to happen? Not just have a great idea, but actually make change come happen happen at the end of the day. What I've started to reflect on that process is that I really need to do more listening and more research rather than just jumping in with a pitch and an idea. And I say this because I see a lot of people in the world trying to look for the great idea. Hey, look, here's an idea. I've got an awesome idea. Oh, that idea would make millions. Oh, you should patent that idea. Don't let anybody steal your idea. This idea that these like ideas have some kind of value. Ideas don't have any value. They're just thoughts, really. What has the value is actually implementing something really beautifully and successfully, which is very hard to do. And so one thing I don't really see other people doing, and I also don't do it enough, which is really taking the time with an idea to deeply research and listen and learn the environment that you're in. And this is why I don't really like the whole Silicon Valley, Y Combinator, get a, what are they called, an MVP, you know, a prototype mocked up and tested on people and that you can do this in a hackathon in a weekend there's a real shortfall to that way of thinking, which is the deep level of understanding to get into how an industry and how a system works. So if you're trying to affect carbon emissions or forestry cover or waste in a system, transportation, I think you probably want to spend like a full year just to put your idea on the shelf for a little bit and spend a whole year just trying to really deeply understand the issue. 
what I see happening in the industry is that you've got people that work full-time in trying to affect change, the professional sphere of people, you know, whose job title is electrification manager for a utility uh, or sustainability manager at a city, or they're working for a not-for-profit or a government department. And they're really kind of deep in it in their, their role. But those people aren't necessarily the really creative entrepreneurial type of people. And so the creative entrepreneurial type of people who are like, oh, let's come up with a project or a startup or a design or a festival or some kind of like interesting way of creating change. Those people are really on the outside of the system and they seem to be quite challenged with coming up with ideas and concepts that are going to go right into the belly of the beast and actually really make change happen. And there's often not a lot of communication between the the fringe entrepreneurial creative change the world scene and the people who are like sort of deeper in the system having that role. And so what you tend to see happening is a lot of the, the, the outer people coming up with ideas that are really ultimately not going to make change happen. You know, like, let's make an app for getting people to take on simple green actions. Let's start a festival. Someone pitched to me an idea. They're basically just repeating YouTube. We're going to make a video platform for sharing Change the World videos. And they tend to be very sort of these superficial action-based things that are kind of repeats of other things that are done before. Oh, look, it's like Instagram, but it's like Instagram for going green. These are never going to cut into any of the big issues. And they start up and then they all come and go. I've seen so many of them come and go over the years because they're not deeply trying to understand the issue. And when you get into these problems, you want to just be listening and understanding, like talking to people. If you want to affect, say it's cars, like how to get cars off the road and switch petroleum cars to EVs, there is so much to that. And you might come up with one cool idea. Like I have a cool idea for that, which is making a light, like an energy lollipop light that changes color throughout the day, depending on the carbon intensity of grid electricity. And that You know, you would get these lights and you would just stick them on to your car charger to remind you to avoid the bad time, the red hours, the time when electricity is really carbon intensive. It's a cool idea. But for me to really implement that in a reasonable way, rather than just pitching my idea and being like, well, will people take on my idea? Will they like the idea? Really deeply listening. Like, what are the challenges for the EV market? Why is it so hard to get data about petroleum? Where does Where is the CO2 data coming from? Looking through all of the data and the gamification and behavior change tools that I put out in my book, you know, seeing if they can be done with the existing data and the existing ecosystem. Having meetings, asking people this one great question, which is like, what is your biggest problem? One thing I love to ask is if there is one thing that you could change that would change everything, If you could have one problem solved, what would it be? And it's a masterful question because it'll just take you like right into the core of the problem. You can have meeting after meeting after meeting and people are talking about all sorts of things. But when you ask that one question, it'll like cut right home. You want to ask that question and then you want to dig into that and dig and dig and figure out how to solve for that problem, right? So if you just jump in with your idea and you're like, hey, we're going to do like an app for this or a festival for this, or, you know, we're going to put this guide together and you're going in totally invested in your own idea and trying to push your own idea onto people, you're not going to be able to come up with the better idea, which is having an idea that's more reflective on what 
the current ecosystem of all the organizations and the technology already is. So it doesn't mean you need to not have an idea and push your idea, but just keep your idea very flexible, very loose, just more of an intention rather than idea. They say, I would like to, what is the intention? Increase urban green cover by 20%. Get rid of petroleum-based cars. What do you think would be the barriers I would need to overcome? What is the biggest problem standing in the way of that? If we had to, if you had to halve the petroleum cars on the road within a year, you've got 12 months, you need to get rid of 50,000 cars in your area. What would it take? What would have to happen? And then people will tell you, well, this, 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 and this needs to happen. Maybe you need to do it like this. Maybe you need to do it like that. And after you've spent a whole lot of time like deeply researching that, your, let's call it like a draft of an idea or a, an intention, an idea intention, it will, you will change it. It'll become so much better. You'll be able to figure out the, the pain points in the system and you'll be able to come up with a much, much better idea that is designed in reflection of the way the industry is rather than just trying to like force your idea on, on, on everybody. And when I look at almost every single thing I've ever done, I wish I'd done more of that. Rather than coming in with my idea, coming in with the, the overall sort of intention of an idea, and just ask people, if I needed to change this thing, if I needed to drop summer electricity use by 50% with air conditioning and have that all renewable powered, what would it take? And people will tell you, oh, we need this, 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 and this. These are all the problems. And each one of those problems is an idea in a startup. There are so many ideas for startups I see all the time. Like one is sending a text message when the grid is starting to peak. There is literally no system anywhere that sends a text message that does that. Some places do amber alerts when it gets really bad. But why do utilities not have the phone numbers of their constituents and send them these text messages? Like it's a whole system that just has not been built. Another one is there is literally no way for a city to get out to send an email or a social media message to every single person who lives in that city. Like literally, I live in the city of Mountain View. I think there's like 40,000, 60,000 people that live here. It's not a huge city. It's where Google is. But there's literally no way for the city to get out to people. It can send, uh, um, obviously, they have all the addresses. They can send paper, but they can't do it electronically. And every single city has this problem. It has no way to get out to the owner and to the renter to make change happen. And like somebody's got to solve this problem. It is a huge problem. And it's the one that I'm up against when I'm talking to utilities and not-for-profits and cities. And they're just like, yeah, but great idea. We don't have any way to communicate with the people in our city. We can spend $100,000 doing a letterbox drop. That's kind of an insane problem. Yep. Again, we all know what we need to do to become environmentally sustainable, but it's in the how. How do we influence 10,000, 50,000, 100,000 people? More listening, less please jump on board of my idea, deeply listen, find out the pain points in the system, and then develop your idea around that. Almost every project I've ever done would have turned out differently and better, more specific, more targeted on the pain point, not trying to do everything, trying to do less things very specifically if I would have done more of that. And I'm going to try to do more of this in the future. And honestly, just because you come up with an idea, it doesn't mean it matters or it has value or it's very good. I mean, there are gazillions of ideas to follow. You're capable of coming up with ideas. Ideas are the most abundant thing 
in the world if you open your consciousness up to being able to absorb them. And you know what? The problem-solving process of figuring this stuff out is wonderful. You get to meet lots of people. It's very interesting. It is probably the most interesting problem-solving process I think there is out there is to ask people, why are these problems not solved? What is in your way? What is stopping you? Honestly, what is stopping us from having a green roof on every building? You go and ask the green roofers. Go and ask the building owners. Ask the property managers. I promise you there will be five startups embedded in that question and embedded in all the questions if you go and ask them of the people in the industry. So that's it. Thank you for listening for me talking straight from the heart. I hope this helps you dive into the problems and have better ideas, have lots of ideas. And I will see you next week. 